Have you heard about our success trifecta? Our world does a great job getting us to buy into the next best thing that can earn us millions of dollars. Fads come and go, but those who have high level of success have found a formula that is repeatable where you have the most control. We're going to share our success trifecta with you and how it can completely change the way that you approach financial decision making. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We are financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the United States. We are the owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors and the host of this most awesomest, bestest podcast called the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their financial plan. Make sure to check out all of our great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. If you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. And if you don't listen on Apple or Spotify, you can go to our Facebook page, like us, follow us, and show us some love. We'd love to hear from you. In finance, Tom, Tom and I, we've heard these words, a couple of these words, ad nauseum. It's a very common thing to talk about in the finance world, something called compounding interest, right? It gets a lot of attention. In compounding interest, there's really a really common thing that's brought up around that is like when I do invest money, you know, how long would it take for my money to grow to a certain amount? So there's one thing called the rule of 72. If you take, let's say you're going to earn an 8% interest rate every single year, and let's hope you can. And you divide that into 72, it's going to take about nine years. So 72 divided by eight is nine years for your money to double where the whole compounding works in play. What, what if you get 7.2% interest, Tom? <laughs> then it's going to make the numbers all kind of wacky. But I mean, I like... So you, can't, you, you can't do 72 divided by 7.2. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I mean, I it'd realized, be 10 years, right? I just realized no? that I... I picked a ran- I meant to pick a random number, but I picked a number that was 10% of 72. So <laughs> my bad. So 10 years, there you go. <laughs> I made that easy for you. I was trying to make it harder. Okay, 7.238. You, you can tell that we're a bunch of math nerds over here when <laughs> you throw it and yeah. it, just, it just all of a sudden came to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. But we believe that only part of how we've watched people become so successful financially over the years only a part of it has to do with compounding interest. There's actually a couple more compounding things that we're going to talk about today about like what we've seen make people successful. Mm-hmm. And this is the success trifecta that we've created uh, that we've been able to help make things just a little bit more digestible when it comes to planning. And when we look at the three parts that we define as the success trifecta, it's a combination of compounding interest. It is compounding savings. And it's also compounding decisions over the course of time. Good decisions. (laughs) Good decisions over time, yes. Thanks for correcting me on that. I mean, I guess all decisions compound over time, even if they're bad ones, right? So, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, and when it comes to compounding interest, right? When when they talk about compounding interest, what they're really talking about is taking the money that your investments earn. And instead of taking that money and going and spending it on your lifestyle, you, you reinvest it. You, you buy more investments with that money. So like if you go back in history and you look at how interest rates have affected portfolios over time, 
the people who usually start earlier end up compounding more interest because they started earlier. It kind of just makes sense that just as a general rule, because the later when you wait a year, you don't lose the first year, you lose the last year where the interest was going to be the, the greatest. Mm -hmm. The most interesting so, way of looking at this too, let's say like, you know, you put a dollar in the market today and then it grows a little bit and then you withdraw your dollar at the end of the year and then you just leave whatever growth is in there and you just let it keep investing. And like that, basically that little growth is going to keep growing and growing and growing. And that's the whole compounding interest concept that's out there. And the way to, the, the longer you wait the, uh, the to actually start investing, basically what's going to happen is that you will have less compounding. So as you get closer to retiring and you're within, let's say, 10 year runway of wanting to stop working at some point, you basically are putting yourself in a spot where your savings is going to have to play a bigger impact on this than interest and growth. Mm, that's a good point, right? So like if you, when you wait longer to start saving and investing, then you're, at, you're not, you're not only are you going behind, but then in order to catch up, you're not even going to be able to rely on investing investments at that point, right? You're going to have to rely on saving more. Absolutely. So when you wait, you don't, you don't, there's no like get out of jail for free card. Is that, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Right. Absolutely. So, well, like, let's think of it as you get closer to retiring and let's say you're going to start investing, then if you can earn like a pretty substantial amount of returns on your money, which I mean, what are the odds of that happening? And I don't know, hopefully you pick some really good ones at that point and it grows really well. However, if you started a lot sooner, you know, it makes sense of like, yeah, I should probably do this sooner, but just the, the concept of like the interest might not be as much uh, without that time frame. Well, I think that's why a lot of people who, who wait till later, in life to start saving and building uh, a portfolio, they also tend to want to take more risk than they're comfortable with because they mm -hmm. feel like they have to, right? Cause they, cause they don't, they don't, they're, they're starting to wonder, am I ever going to catch up from those lost years? Right. And it's, and you can only save so much of, of your income, right? Cause you know, you know they're, they're, we have finite resources and whereas people think, well, that's, that's fine. You know, that I, I must, you know, I wasted money. They didn't waste money. They wasted time. Time is the magical ingredient. I think when it comes to all planning, right? Waste, you know, spending too much money on a vacation, not going to kill you. Waiting three years of, from, from saving money, that could be pretty detrimental to what you, what you end up wanting to accomplish or being able to accomplish as you get older. The success trifecta is one part of your financial life. When planning, there should be a solid foundation that you can build upon over time. We designed a short 20 minute long video that walks through the five steps to simplify your finances and it could give you the most control. To find access to this video, look in the description of the podcast. All right, so let's let's jump into the next compounding. The next compounding is compounding savings. Mm -hmm. Compounding savings is a big one. And what's so interesting about this is that when, especially as we were just talking about retirement a second ago, the more money you're able to save, like your assets are going to build quicker and quicker over the course of time. So think about it. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of different examples that we can put in here. It makes me think of a client that we had recently we talked to because they're fairly new at saving into a 401k mm -hmm. and they had built up like, it was a, it was a substantial amount of money to them, right? They're like, well, you know, like I didn't even like, wow, my 401k has that much. And they're like, wow, 401ks must like, they must grow really fast. And when, when I 
show because like they didn't realize, but because they had been so new to the four hundred one k that they actually had lost money. They actually didn't realize that they had a negative rate of return overall. But the reason why it was so big was because they had put so much money away. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, the compounding, like, so they had saved money. That's how the money got there. Not because it grew. Right. But they, but they were thinking, Hey, those investments are growing. No, they're actually not. They haven't grown because, you know, it's, it's just the, the way that the, now that's not a bad thing. Investments go down, investments go up. Like it's not uncharacteristic of a 401k to be down. That's, that's quite normal in, in a lot of cases. Right. So that wasn't the bad part. The, the, but the, the bad part was probably more in his misunderstanding that the power in his 401k was actually him. Mm-hmm. It was his savings. It was his decision. It was his, his state, his ability to check off a little box on some sort of paper that allowed him to put money in a 401k. Now we're not saying that you should put money in 401ks full disclosure, right? It's just an example of one of those things where people, they kind of think that invest investing is how they grow money when oftentimes like they can grow, you can grow money by just saving more. Absolutely. It, what's just a, a number of any of you are n- nerds out there like us as well. Uh, you know, if you take $5,000 and you put $5,000 in the second year, that's $10,000 you've saved versus if you took $5,000 and let's say you earn 10% over the course of that year, you're going to earn 500 bucks. Now you got $5,500, but you don't contribute again. Well, in two years, you've saved 10K if you saved and did nothing with it versus just investing it, you have $5,500. That's a good point. So like if you can keep that savings over time plus the compounding interest, right? look at the magic in that. Because your, your example doesn't even have the guy that saved two years to even investing. Yes. Right? You're saying like if he just put it under his mattress, he still has more money than the person that only saved the 5000 one year, right? The, the person that waited and invested over the course of that two-year time frame really actually had less money. Absolutely. And, and people can typically, in this phrase, we like to say is they can outsave the market in some instances where you're being able to put away so much that even with your person who is investing and they put a lump sum at some point or another, one contribution, uh, you could potentially have more than the other person down the road. Of course, this isn't a competition and maybe it is for some. Uh, however, it's the matter of like, how are you really building really good behaviors along the way? So the last one is compounding decisions, right? The mm. What home do you buy? What strategy do you use to pay off your loans? And like people ask us, C, like CJ Tom, should I pay off my loans or should I save? And if you've been listening to this podcast for like, you know, at least one <laughs> or two episodes, you probably heard us say the answer to whether or not you should save or pay off loans is yes. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. Do both. Right. Uh, you know, figure out how you're going to manage cash flow. If you don't have liquidity, you, then, then if you don't have money, if you don't have cash, then you have, you don't have control. You have less options. You have the less, the less of an ability to change and flex as you, as you have certain things in your life that might be unexpected, right? And how much you spend on your lifestyle, be careful with your lifestyle addictions and the things that you buy because compounding decisions, like your decisions today are going to compound. Mm-hmm. And it's not just how much you save and it's not just how much you invest. It's not just what kind of investments you make. It's also like all of those other things outside of investing and saving that can impact how your success is going to go. Absolutely. And when we look at decisions at, at a, as a whole, 
there are some decisions from the the magnitude of them. There could be some small decisions you make, and then there can be some bigger decisions. So like, you know, you go on a trip and you spend a little extra money as you vacationed. Is is that going to drastically change your plan if you did it once? Probably not. But that house that you overextended yourself for and you bought too much of a house, that could drastically change the projection of your plan unless you maybe start making a lot more money than from the beginning. So as you start looking at, you know, your decision making over time, it's really, really important to take those into consideration because me, you know, making an uh oh, uh, once, a, once in a while is all right. And we give you some permission to do that. However, <laughs> at the end of the day with your decision making, it's very, very important. So when you look at the trifecta of all of this, you know, if you want to even look at the decision making aspect is that if you can find a plan to have compounding interest to where you can create consistent good behaviors around saving money and just make sure you're making good decisions that along align with your short and midterm and long-term goals, this can lead to a tremendous amount of success for you over time. Well, hey, help, help spread the word about the podcast by liking the Smarter Vet podcast and our Facebook page. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2022-137104 expires April of 2024.